Hey, Dave and Joel. I wanted to say, Dave has a very sexy voice. But I also wanted to say, Joel has a sexy voice too. But they're two different kinds of sexy. Like, Dave is the guy who's like hanging out at the club, like, hey, how's it going, buddy? But, like, Joel is like the guy you want with you, like, when you're safariing in, like, Africa. I think you guys should start your own band, you know? You have to be like two lead vocalists. Joel will be playing like electric guitar, and then Daryl Rock could jump in with the bass guitar, and Clarissa and that chick Hello Kitty from Happy House Hentai. They'd be singing like the backups, like those hot double mint twins, and then Daryl would be all up on the drums, and Laura K would be back there with the synthesizer Casio keyboard thing. You guys would have the most rockinest podcast anime band ever. Anyway. That's all. Bye-bye. said this in a while but if you want to get in touch with us we got dave and joel at gmail.com for emails or you can send a voicemail to 206-666-3278 which is 206-666-FAST uh i guess long distance charges apply but as we've discussed don't be a pussy cough up the 12 cents it's gonna cost you is there any long distance i'll mail you the 12 cents if is you uh is there any long distance with cell phones as far as we know is. no Today we are talking about cartoons or something. I don't know. That's what we usually do on this thing. Shall we count it off? Okay, time to talk about cartoons. <laughs> One, two, three. Go. Go. Um, Dominion Tank Police is what we watch. Dominion Tank Police might be the worst thing I like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's any other way to describe it. To use Paul Chapman, a.k.a. Gokibori Cha-Cha-Cha, the host of the Greatest Movie Ever podcast, Linguistics, I believe he would call it the greatest worst movie ever. (laughs) Or perhaps the worst greatest movie ever. It's kind of hard. It's hard to decide which of those things things it is. What is Dominion Tank Police responsible for? Possibly Cat Girls? Yeah. It may be one of the earliest iterations of Cat Girls in anime. It's no doubt one of the hottest. Yes. I want to slam that yam. That's so weak, it's pathetic. Oh, it's pathetic. (laughs) Why would you even say that? Who refers to a woman as a yam? Ma'am? Isn't yams like legs? I thought that's what that was. No, that's gams. I'm pretty sure if you say yams, it works the same way. Uh, I'm pretty so you sure want to make love to a you want to make love to women's calves? Yes, sexy catwoman calves. Well, back in the day, calves <laughs> were considered 
quite the risque <gasps> body part. Look at that woman's I've ankle. I've got the vapors. <laughs> I do say, anyway, Mr. Jones. Dominion Tank Police tells the story of a decrepit future, a war-torn future, where criminals run rampant, and the only way to stop them is to give the police tanks and let them drive all over the city and knock buildings down. Keep in mind that this is tanks in lieu of tactical nuclear weapons. Yeah, which is what the chief really wants, as described to us in the very artistic five-minute-long opening sequence. They have this bizarre... Um, I don't even know. I guess... I don't know how to describe it, but it's... You know how if you take a picture... And you, all the dark parts are one color, and then you cut everything else out of it. Yeah, that's what the whole thing is. But it's overlays of like bandits and gangsters, and then tanks. Yeah, the tanks keep coming in, and it's like it keeps going up through time. <laughs> they have the guys on horseback. They have like cap- charge. Yeah, they have Capone, and then a tank. And I, I was thinking, I don't really recall a time when they Capone faced down a tank. Yeah, Joe, that's because you were more specified towards European history. Oh, that's true. Neglecting your American roots, you don't remember the great tank mobster wars of <laughs> the nineteen twenties yeah. before tanks even existed. Hey, there were some tanks in nineteen twenty. Yeah, they were really crappy. Yeah, <laughs> the tanks in this show are a slight bit better and make their way through the streets of Newport City, location unknown, destroying everything they come across in their attempt to stop the criminals. As they say in the show, a crime happens every 36 seconds, and their job is to make sure it doesn't rise to 35. Yes. They're a deterrent factor. And the deterrent factor is, we've got a tank. I don't know if I believe that whole... This is a problem with that logic, though. If a crime is happening every 36 seconds in this city, how come you guys consistently chase the exact same gang of criminals? (laughs) Because well, they're doing all the crimes. They're just really fast. <laughs> well, I guess if you count every individual charge that these yeah. guys... See, destruction of public out, property. Got like 40 crimes happening in the same second, but then there's no more crimes <laughs> for like another couple hours. And if you divide there's really only one crimes... Yeah, there's only one, one criminal one gang, gang in Newport City. And it's composed of five members. <laughs> and everybody else is just worried about the bacterial cloud that shrouds the city. And healthy people's urine. Yeah. That's the only thing people care about. I remember when I was a kid and watching this, I thought that was like a really complex thing. They were like, yeah, man, you know, we've been so used to the cloud that we've developed antibodies. But there's some people who haven't developed antibodies, and they're not dead. They're perfectly healthy. And thus, this hospital only treats healthy people. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. You're blowing my mind. And I was like, where's the cat girls? Are they going to get naked again? Oh, that was hot. And then, oh goodness! I think I don't want to. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I think you know the next. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing you have to mention about Dominion Tank Police. So, well, we could save it. Dominion Tank Police chronicles the joining of Leona Ozaki to the force. The first female member of the Tank Police transferred from Motorcycle Division. Which, by the way, driving a motorcycle just like driving a tank. You gotta lean into the turns, uh, wear a helmet. Well, they both do have some pretty sweet cornering. I didn't see a single policeman on a motorcycle. And I don't think I even saw... Well, we saw the SWAT team briefly. There's the normal police who are very quickly distracted by the cat girl stripping routine. As Dave mentioned. Who wouldn't be? uh, One would hope you're trained police force. (laughs) Not me. Not if I was on that police force. And that guy using his sniper rifle scope to get a closer look? Brilliant. Oh. (laughs) That's ingenuity. That is what man was put here on this earth to do. 
innovate. <laughs> to find other uses for things. Oh, like that. sniper rifle scopes. Yeah. Alternate uses that some may not have thought of. That's really what furthers our technology and civilization as a whole. And what separates us from the animals is the desire to look at a cat woman's breasts. Because, I mean, animals can't tell if a thing is naked. Because they're always naked. Which is a pretty good way to live. Provided only the hot people can be naked. <laughs> Unfortunately, this relegates us to something around 2 to 3% of the population. Yeah, they have like some kind of weird determination when the bite when a baby is born it's like is this thing gonna be hot will this be hot <laughs> because we have to train it not to wear Lick clothes if it is <laughs> like tesla wind hmm. you know what i read yesterday alligator sex is determined by temperature like yeah when they're hatched it's the temperature of the eggs is what determines their sex i have no idea that's pretty cool <laughs> It's cool that it's not a, at all genetic. It's genetic, no, yeah. It's a, well, it, it is kind of genetic. They just have... That's the trigger that's built yeah. in. I and thought we, it was pretty neat. It makes me wonder what determines a cat girl's sex. I think they're all girls. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes you wonder how the species can reproduce. In this show, they're maybe the ear, Maybe the ear gene is uh, oh, dominant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jerry. Also, Mithras. Nobody knows how they reproduce. No, all the men's live. All the men live on the island because they're too dangerous to live. Didn't you read the, the Final guidebook? Fantasy Eleven mythology. Yeah. The, no, I did not. Galkas reproduce yeah, through what I was it? Mysticism. They, they reincarnate. <laughs> no, they like they describe it as some kind of weird uh, osmotic process or something. I think the word osmosis is actually used to describe Galkan reproduction. What? That the, all the water leaving their body. I don't know exactly what it means. Well, they are Japanese. <laughs> but anyway, it'd be a pretty good deal to be one of those male Mithras and just have to sit at home all day. And eventually the cute ones with the white hair would come in and give you the sauce. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. And hopefully she'd be wearing that beetle armor. Oh, my gosh. That stuff's like underpants. <laughs> Everything in that game is like underpants. Unfortunately, Did you see the, the Warriors legendary the armor? <laughs> yeah. This is my legendary warrior armor. That, like, that sports bra. <laughs> yeah. For dudes. <laughs> Welcome to the 80s. This is my legendary Bally's sports armor. That's another thing to love about Uni Puma and Annie, Anna Puma, the cat girls. Gigantic 80s hair. Yeah, everything about this is 80s out. Totally. Which is why I likes it. Yeah. I, I think that the animators actually used Aquanet on every cell the cat girls <laughs> are in just to be sure that their hair would maintain. God. And it seems to get bigger as the plot requires it. Like... In that striptease scene, it's like the whole frame is their hair. <laughs> well, they have to cover their they entire use it naked to cover bodies. Their entire bodies, which are in fact not naked, but concealing machine guns. <laughs> well, the, I mean, I think the hair was like concealing the machine guns. It's like a little pack. In Some there. people got, put like knives a bazooka. In their hair. These girls go all out and do machine guns, which is exactly because they've we got need. the volume. They've been using yeah. whatever. Lots of products. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots and lots of products. They went on that hairstyling show. Yeah, the most 80s thing about this show, though, is that it's rockin' 80s intro. Yeah. Which I'm sure Dave will play right now. Or at some point during this show. Oh! But, uh, yeah, uh, that intro is actually not the original intro. The original intro is heard on episodes 2 and 4, which is that cherry blossom something something. It's terrible. We like the incredibly 80s, like, English 
Euro trash crap pop. <laughs> Take the one synthesizer. <laughs> and the whole soundtrack kind of follows along that bend. Though I'm pretty sure the soundtrack we hear in the OVAs is the actual soundtrack. That's kind of just the music they were pumping out on their Casio tones back in the 1980s. I mean, it sounds like a John Carpenter movie. Yeah. Like Escape from New York, which has the best theme song ever. I don't think I've ever paid attention to the theme song well, from Escape from New York. out because that is a great song. Especially anyway. The synthesizers really well. I think it's time to talk about... Erectacocky. Erectacocky. The ultimate deterrent. In the future, plastics will be called bioplastics. <laughs> and they'll be pressure like activated. It's made out of french fry oil. <laughs> they are pressure activated they well they appear as two flat hexagons laying on the ground mm-hmm. and you're like hmm a hexagon when i'm scanned, not at all offended by that when they're scanned they show no presence of explosives and thus should be safe to drive over but that's where you're wrong that's the first mistake you make tank police because these bioplastics be have a hard on for tanks literally so when driven over they explode into what can only be a, a penis, penis and two balls and push your tank onto its back. It's a very sexual metaphor. Those There's tanks. There's no bones about it. Got boned. The tanks <laughs> are the vaginas. <laughs> what did you say that uh, when they edited this for TV release in they the were US? They like balls. How did they even circles? edit it? I don't remember, but I mean, I think it was even like that on the tapes. Because I remember running the tapes of this and I'm pretty sure they were just little circles I and mean, you can't show a penis on tv even if it is a neon red or yellow penis that well in japan you can because they have a whole festival devoted to giant penises is that so yeah what festival is that i don't know but we can definitely look it up really is it like the tanuki who can inflate their testicles and play them like drums no it's where sound very pleasant japanese people basically parade around with different phallic images Many of them huge and black. <laughs> Got a little inferiority complex going on there, Japan. <laughs> Lacking a little self-confidence. Self-hating. Regardless, it happens. And I'm sad about it. But it doesn't detract from Dominion Tank Police one bit. Because then... What's her face? The chick. Leona? Yeah, then she gets to show her stuff in her tiny tank. Yeah. In a series of hilarious hijinks, her first day on the job involves destroying the captain of the squad's awesome battle tank. And she takes it upon herself to rebuild it as a cute little tiny battle tank. Well, the other thing is, no, this is the first instance where you get confused about Dominion Tank Police. Because there's a lot of shooting going on, but nobody ever dies. Nobody gets hurt. Because Leona, before destroying the elite battle tank... Shoots this impossible shot yeah. that hits directly. It's like the full court hook shot before the buzzer <laughs> goes off. She shoots this arching shell that lands square on the top of an ambulance carrying the bad guys yeah. and the healthy people's urine. Which by now must be a mile away. And this is after the tank having had a building collapse on it. So she tags it fully. They all survive. All of the bad guys, the cat girls and whatever the other guy's name is. Buaku. Buaku. He's kind of a cat dude, but a little less. He's an android. He doesn't have ears. They're androids too. They are? Yeah. Oh. 
I can't believe I lusted for a robot. I know it's tough, but it's something you're gonna have to deal with because those robots are totally damn. I want to hit that. <laughs> At least it wasn't a dinosaur. What if it was a robot dinosaur? Dinosaur girls, huh? Man, those fins are so hot. <laughs> Webbed hands too. <laughs> Sexy. Oh, that is gross. But yeah, the whole criminal gang survives being struck on the head, basically with a uh, with a with a cannon yeah, shell. A more tank rounds. No and uh, dancing makes you invincible. The rhythm will protect you from everything. It's true. It's like any Clint Eastwood movie. You know, they're shooting the ground in front of you. Just keep moving your feet. It's not like any Clint Eastwood movie. Have you ever seen Unforgiven? Okay, I was just trying to make a point. Jeez. Fine. God, I love Unforgiven. You win. The disc that this is is broken down into two sets of OVAs, or OAVs, as you would have it. Whichever you prefer. Um, and the first set is the story about, I don't know, nothing gets concluded. It's basically the story of the girl, Leona, building her tank. Yeah, and the gang members trying to steal the urine of healthy people... For really unknown reasons. Which will remain unknown forever. Well, this is kind of what you get when there's a show based on manga. Yeah. You know, you're just... You're never going to get the whole story. But we know that there's some nefarious dealings going on behind the Project scenes. Project Greenpeace. Well, Project Greenpeace is a good thing. But the guy who was uh, in the charge of it that Leona kills at the end of the second episode was hiring Byaku. But I guess it turns out Byaku's not a bad guy. Yeah. He's just an android who got the bone. Yeah. Somebody threw a sack of money and a gun at him while escaping the scene of a crime. <laughs> and of course the police assumed that this hobo-looking fella... <laughs> Even though they were chasing a woman in a car. Yeah. Dude, As... Let me set this up for you. Byaku escapes from a, a biological testing facility... Um, in the back of a van, yeah, which the super secret police forget Forgot to, to lock, lock the door. <laughs> so they're taking, all, they're driving him and all his other android buddies to like the dump to be disposed of. To, I guess to get stuck in the to the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. Yeah. Buy your humanoids, fifty percent off. Um, and he managed to escape because they didn't lock the door. And so he gets out, and he's sitting on this mat in the rain. Yeah, just kind of staring into oblivion because he doesn't have the facility, the faculty of speech. And this woman shows up, and she's like, hey, you look like an unhappy fellow. Here, have this. Explain this to the police. And she throws a bag at him, full of money. And a gun. And a gun. And the cops screech up. Don't ask him. Forget who they were pursuing. (laughs) Like, hey, did you see that woman? And then just start beating the crap out of him. Because obviously he was the criminal. They're like... She's a master of disguise. She nice turned try. herself into a man and this car into a barrel of water. The barrel of water being Waku's only friend. <laughs> and it was quite the poignant scene when the cops kicked it over while dragging him away. And he watched the, the life-giving liquid spilling out into the ground. It was very artistic. Yeah, real deep. You gotta remember that all this is happening while he and Leona are sitting in the vast sewer system of Newport City. Yeah, because he has the uh, the data of his entire life encoded into this painting. They're getting chased down by the Red Commandos, elite unit of super secret agents who are hired to protect things. And the guy's kind of a total douchebag. He's like, "You can take whatever you want from this auction house, except for this painting." By which point, I'd be like, "Well, I'm going to take all the stuff from this auction house, and you guys can keep the painting." But no, because Biaku wanted the painting. I know because it was his birthright or whatever. But I'm not a very sentimental person. 
and I'd want all that money a lot more. <laughs> it's true. And then I'd have someone make me another painting, even though I a better one, a better one with more data on it and more cat girls. More, yeah. I'd have someone make me a whole bunch of cat girls. Forget the painting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Dominion Tank Police is a crazy show that is about a militaristic band of police officers who are possibly threatening to take over the government. I think it's very uh it's very prescient when you look at it in light of recent events. At the end of the second episode, the mayor is quite pissed off that the tank police have been uh kind of destroying the whole town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. You mean literally? They burned down the hospital they, they were tasked with for testing. Yeah, they leveled a few buildings in the wake of their uh crime solving capers. Which you know, when you think about it, uh Deploying highly mobile tanks in a city center. I mean, it's bound to happen that a couple mm-hmm. buildings are going to get blown up. Yeah, that's kind of just... That's how it works. So the mayor's reaming them out. And uh, Leona, the rookie, kind of steps up to the plate and she goes, You know what? You guys put us out here with these things and tell us to do our job. And half the time, we don't even know who the enemy is or who he looks like. And I was like, just like Iraq. No, the problem is... <laughs> I was going the exact opposite because I'm... This is like how military dictatorships get started. It's like we're protecting democracy with the power of our tanks. <laughs> and if any politician freely elected by the people wants to get in the way of us protecting democracy, we're going to take them out. Nice. And that's exactly what Leona does because she pulls out her gun and shoots at the mayor. Well, she shoots at the window. No, there was a bullet hole in the desk between the mayor's legs, which isn't really threatening because the mayor is a chick. Which makes me think, hey, you just missed. <laughs> However, still, uh, pointing a gun at elected civil servants, probably not the best thing for the police to be doing. I don't know, Joel. I'm pretty sure it's like No Saddamus, and they were talking about Iraq. <laughs> they saw, they were Dominion, like, you send these soldiers out here to do their job, and then you get mad at them for doing it. I don't think so, Joel. I think your hippie liberal ways are just clouding your judgment. It's true. I'm afraid of people with big ass tanks we driving around bring the city. America's democracy, nuclear power. <laughs> uh, no, we have to stop them from getting nuclear power. I forgot. Wait, who are we stopping? Saddam Hussein. It's not the Indians, right? Because we gave Al-Qaeda. them nuclear power. <laughs> we got to get those Al Qaeda again. This is what I said last week. tenth too. time. I'm gonna get him. Well, you're just like the Bush administration. Yeah, I know. Al Qaeda. They don't repeat themselves. <laughs> Where are they gonna? I can't wait till Al Qaeda appears They're in Iran. They're too busy reneging on their. <laughs> it's like promises. This to... Sunni organization is now has a foothold in this devoutly Shiite society. We got them bloated up. Thank you, President Bush. Back to Dominion. Maybe if President Bush spent a little bit more time watching Dominion Tank Police. Maybe New Dominion Tank Police has some. Insights into our situation in Iran. <laughs> we should watch it and find yeah. out. <laughs> we need to know. The scriptures do not lie. <laughs> this is just like Nostradamus. If you move the third word, of, the third letter of this word to the front and move the second letter to the sixth letter, then what do you get? W-B-H. And what does that relate to? George W. Bush. It's true. Have you ever seen like those Nostradamus people talk about that crap? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like, take this passage, you know, line one of book two, and combine it with line 37 of book 50, and you could get something that's pretty darn close to talking about the World Trade Center. <laughs> yeah. Except it's a year off. 
<laughs> and it's not talking about buildings. But otherwise, it's like the exact same thing. See this passage about the raspberry bush? Now, what you got to believe is the raspberry bush is like the World Trade Center. And the fiery rabbit that isn't mentioned in relation to the raspberry bush, but is in the... That's in a whole different chapter. That's in a whole different chapter, and it's really kind of a moral lesson about not eating things that are on fire. If you put those two things together... Well, the then, rabbit is clearly the plane. And then if you assume that the rabbit is flying, and that As there are two raspberry did. bushes, and that the raspberry bushes are actually buildings, and were never raspberry bushes, and that the flying rabbit is actually two planes... Then you have an exact description of, of what happened of on side the <laughs> Thank you, Nostradamus. Thank you. If only we still had him. Yeah. A brilliant man. And so is Masamu Nishiro, the creator of Dominion Tankfulis. This guy who, as I said, was oddly prescient in the goings-on of modern society, politics, and law enforcement. So prescient that his mind was broken by the things he foresaw in the future. So he had to make... And now he's a crippled mass of a man. <laughs> now all he creates are, you know, horsemen, banging, weird, tan cowboy girls. With and, banana-shaped boobies. Yeah. Creep out, creep out. Well, it's like Sam Neill in the end of In the Mouth of Madness. Like, he, he's, he's went so crazy because of all the things he's seen while trying to track down this mysterious novelist. He's, he's looking for the truth, and it drives him absolutely insane. And, and now he's unable to communicate exactly what he's seen to the world. Except that the world no longer exists because they all went to see that movie and went bonkers. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, that's something else entirely, Joel. But It's part of the same movie. In the analogy <laughs> I'm trying to make, which coincidentally is much like a Nasodamian's predictions <laughs> or abusal of such predictions... Uh, you know, Masamune Shiro right? discovered the truth, the real truth. What was the truth? It's like I'll never produce anything better than Ghost in the Shell. Time to go jump off. And a even bridge. then, he didn't really make what made Ghost in the Shell good. Yeah. I've read the manga, and it's not super great. <laughs> the manga's got a lot of kind of goofy comedy moments in the end of the episodes. They're like, "Oops, we killed a whole bunch of people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. which is another thing about Dominion Tank Police. Thousands of dead civilians. But none of them die on screen, so it's okay. There's just lots of colorful explosions. So it's like the Dragon Ball Z episodes they used to air on TV where they'd be like, It's okay. Thank God it's a Sunday. That building was empty. It's like, <laughs> the pilots are all right. I can see their parachutes. Yeah. It's like, uh, even when I was eight years old and watching that, I knew. I knew that the pilots were not all right. Yeah. G.I. Joe, you could not convince me that. This long-standing war could be going on, and nobody would ever die. Oh, good. Those those Cobra troops have parachuted out. These, like, tranquilizer lasers or whatever the hell we fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they just turn them into robots eventually. Playing the Ninja Turtles game for Xbox, I downloaded the old arcade game. Nice. Because it was a solid five bucks, and I think that's about how much Turtles the arcade game was worth to me. And yeah, I'll, I forgot that all the Foot Clan were robots. Yeah, they all explode when you jump kick them. Yeah, because you can't kill people. But you can't kill robots, because they never had a soul to begin with. <laughs> They're mindless hordes. Yeah. Just bash their brains out. And Rocksteady, you can beat him up, because he's, he's not a person no more. Is he, with Rocksteady, the... Rhino. Yeah, and Bebop is the warthog. Yeah. God, Bebop, Bebop. was a pain in the butt. Strange name for a warthog. <laughs> Why? Well, what, how does Rocksteady make more sense? Because rhinos have very hard heads. 
and ram things. <laughs> like rocks? So, uh, do I have to break it all the way down for you, man? I mean, come on. Kang. That's a weird name for a... Crag. 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 <laughs> Disembodied brain that lives Shredder. in a robot suit. Pretty normal. <laughs> Shredder. That's nominative determinism in action. <laughs> Shredder cuts things. Did his name come before the armor, or did the armor come before the name? Man shall Man, never that's like know. like a chicken and the egg situation. I'm pretty sure it's not. He had a real name. I just can't remember it. Oroko Sagi. Oroko Sagi. Yep. My master trained me from a birdcage, even though I was a rat. And why would you keep a rat as a pet anyway? <laughs> And how does a rat learn kung fu and to walk on its back legs? <laughs> Such are the mysteries of life. How does the tank police organization keep operating when they cost more money than yeah, they if you, save the city? The amount of damage that they're doing if on you just let these top, criminals go. <laughs> yeah. The amount of damage that they're doing on top of, of the not uh, catching the criminals. On top of not catching the criminals and on top of how much it must cost to operate like 30 tanks 30 it's probably more like 100 <laughs> i don't know all the blue tanks are basically useless yeah they never do anything but get shot the in recycled animation frames in the back <laughs> yeah the two times that the blue tank got shot it was the same animation scene and like you're just like how'd they get behind the same tank again let's not forget that uh they were stopped quite summarily by the erectakaki and that's probably Really, the erectococci is more a demoralization tactic than it is a... Oh, please tell me that's not a giant penis. If my f- tank got flipped over by a big old penis, I'd be like, I'm going home. It's time to find another... I, I've got most of my credits towards my CPA license. I, I've got to I've gotta go... The just... tank thing, I tried it. You know, I really... I, I gave it my level best. I've got to go get all the crying out right now. <laughs> But yeah, Dominion Tank Police, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like every other OVA. It's really disjointed. The story yeah. doesn't make any sense. You watch it for the wacky hijinks. Sort it, of. It's sort of goofy. You got a machine gun in a cask and a break into a hospital and then shoot the machine that's x-raying your cast. And the doctor is going to be so dumb that he's going to think yeah. that his machine is maladjusted. And for some reason, it's showing him a picture of a machine gun instead of your arm. Why is this machine broken? There's no machine gun in that cast, which is like... Five feet long. <laughs> this guy got some creative, crazy sort of elephantiasis. I don't even know why they needed to break into the hospital. Because they had to steal the urine. No. But all they did was walk in. I mean, if you really think about it, why did they need the gun in the first place? Because criminals have guns, Joe. If guns are outlawed, then outlaws will have guns. And the police will have tanks. And the tanks will have guns. Yes. But they won't use them. Never. They'll just have big holsters on their sides. Except for when the tiny tank jumps on that guy's plane. And oh, yeah. Shoots him. Not plane, helicopter. Yeah. But that's another thing. Jumping tanks. Every tank in Dominion Tank Police can jump. It's like Metal Slug. Yeah. Which coincidentally is a lot like what the tiny tank looks like a Metal Slug. Or vice versa. The Metal Slugs look like it. Didn't you say that uh, Dominion Tank Police predates Metal Slug? Yeah. Probably by about five or six years. <laughs> But I don't know, that whole suit, it's more like super deformed stuff. Yeah, so. it's just like a cute little tank. Cute little tank. That can jump about 150 feet into the air, land on a helicopter's wing, a winged helicopter. For and stability. blow it out of the sky and then fall with nary a scratch on it. Well, one, and- one requisite scratch because the girl has some sort of pseudo-sexual relationship with her tank and freaks out whenever it's damaged. Yeah. Which is probably a little creepy. Probably. Just a bit. 
Just a scotch. That's all right. It's cool. She loves the tank, it's even cool. though it's got a tiny gun. I'm totally it's not hot. the size that matters. It's how you shoot it. It's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> the motion of the tank. It's the cushion for the pushing. Wait, that's something else. Yeah, that's for fat. That's for fat chicks. Oh, hot dog down the hallway. No, that's something else. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> You're thinking oh, of something else. Oh, the has led us astray. But it's all right, girl. You can fall in love in the tank. Wait. But it's tank? all right, girl. You can fall in love. First with time the- I ever saw you stare into that scope, I knew. I loved you. It was love in the tank. And now we live in this tank with our three children. <laughs> but as I was saying, you can fall in love with the tank because I've fallen in love with cartoon cat girls. As much as it shames me to say, I love those feisty ladies. And the reason I like them is because they're nothing like what cat girls are now. And yeah. the whole cat girl thing is kind of an aside. The thing that makes them really cool is that they're really bitchy. And they're really angry all the time, and they shoot guns, which is like so. There's an I equal like chin- <laughs> there's an equal chance that they will want Plus to make love to you, twins, or punch you in the face. Twins are awesome. Maybe both at the same time. I wouldn't say no. Did they upgraded to nice. the, the three bedroom, one bath, one and a half bath, one and a half baths? Nice, that's cool. So in the morning, if you got to poop, you don't have to wait for the summers <laughs> to get out of the shower, right?